How you doing there? Welcome back to Babylon Talmud today. We're starting Daf Min Beis, Daf Forty Two of Masechet Midan, friends. Well, uh, Daf Forty Two. Well, we talk about Nidarim. Uh, we talk about Shemitah. We talk about Adam Oser Davar Shabeshusa Lichsheinu Beshusa. Adam Oser Davar Beshusa Lichsheinu Beshusa. Friends, are you excited for this sugya? You should be. Well, you should be if if you should be. That's a very, uh, very, uh, politically correct, politically sensitive, or I guess sensitive way of saying things. You should be excited about it if you should be excited about it. That seems like you can't really step on too many people's toes that way. Um, okay. Don't want to step on anybody's toes. Friends, well, let's get started over here. Membes. All the way to the top. Mishnah. So if Ruven says to Shimon, Shimon, friend, buddy, pal, dude, guy, Shimon, person, I'm not going to get any benefit from you. Okay? So Ruven says to Shimon, hey, Shimon, I'm not going to get any benefit from you. So if we're talking about before Shemitah, so it's not Shemitah. Okay? And you're the Sochsadev, and you're the Sochsadev, well, if Reuben says he's not going to get any benefit from Shimon, so he can't go onto Shimon's field. He can't, you know, if there are trees that are kind of hanging over the side of the property, he can't hop the fruits around from the tree. He can't get any benefit from Shimon. What if it's Shemitah? It's Shemitah year. And Reuben says to Shimon, I'm not going to get any benefit from you. And you're the Sochsadeu. Okay, so Reuben can't go into Shimon's field because he'd be benefiting from Shimon's property. Avol, ochelhu mina notice. But uh, Reuben would be able to eat the fruits of those trees that are hanging over the side of his property, right? He won't be able to go onto Shimon's property, but he would be able to eat these fruits essentially because during Shemitah, fruits are hefker. They're ownerless. So therefore, when Reuven says that he's not going to get any benefit from Shimon's property, that doesn't include these fruits, because these fruits aren't Shimon's property. They're Hefka, they're owners. If Reuven says to Shimon, Shimon, I'm not going to get any benefit from your foods. So if it's before Shemitah, if it's not Shemitah, so Reuven could go onto Shimon's property, right? Because he didn't, Reuven didn't say anything about avoiding benefit from Shimon's property. He just said he's not going to get benefit from Shimon's food. So therefore, he can go on to Shimon's property, sure. Um, but he can't eat any of the fruits, because that's food. Now, if, uh, um, if it's Shemitah, right? So if Reuven says to Shimon during Shemitah, I'm not going to get any benefit from your food, well then Reuven can go on to Shimon's property, uh, because that's not food. And he can even eat the fruits because the fruits don't belong to Shimon. It's Shemitah, the Hefker. Okay. Int- very, very interesting Mishnah. Friends, you ready for the Gemara? Let's do it. Rav, Ushmuel, Da'amri, Tavayu. Rav and Shmuel both say. We're going to see Machlokas between Rav and Shmuel on the one hand and Rabbi Yochan and Rishlokish on the other. Yeah, so Rav, Ushmuel, Da'amri, Tavayu. Nichosai, Olecho. So, if Shimon says to Ruvain, Hey, Ruvain, guy, dude, brother, man, Ruvain, guy. So, if Shimon says to Ruvain, Nechosai Olecho, Ruvain, you cannot get any benefit from any of my stuff. So, if it's before Shvi, it's not Shvi, it's not Shemitah. 
in Yoyed Asoch Sadeh, Veinochum and Anotis. So then, so then, Reuven cannot go onto Shimon's field, nor can he eat from these fruits of these trees that are hanging over the side of his property that he can eat without having to go onto Shimon's field. Um, Ruvain can't do any of those things because it's before Shemitah, right? It's not, it's not currently Shemitah. So Shimon says to Ruvain, you can't get any benefit from any of my stuff. So Ruvain cannot go onto his field and cannot eat any of these fruits. Now listen to this, friends. Here's where it gets interesting. Afalpi Shegia Shvius. Even though it is now Shemitah, meaning if before Shemitah, Shimon says to Ruvain, you can't get any benefit from my stuff. So, Ruven can't get any benefit from Shimon's stuff. And that continues even during Shemitah, right? So if he says that in, uh, you know, El or something, and now it's Tishrei, now it's Shemitah, Ruven still cannot benefit from Shimon's fruits, even though now it's Shemitah and all of Shimon's fruits are Hefker. Um, Ru, uh, Shimon's uh, um, uh, Neder still applies, and Ruven cannot get any, any benefit from Shimon's fruits even during Shemitah. Since the vow was from before then. Now, if Shimon during Shemitah says to Ruvain, Ruvain, you can't get any benefit from my stuff. So while Ruvain cannot go onto Shimon's property, he would be able to eat from these fruits of the trees that are on the side of the property that he can consume without having to step foot on Shimon's property. So, the interesting thing about Rav and Shmuel's opinion is that even though that, that is that if Shimon made this nether before Shemitah, so then even once it becomes Shemitah, Ruvain still cannot benefit from the fruits um, since the vow was from beforehand. Whereas Rabbi Yochanan v'Shlokish Damitavayu, whereas Rabbi Yochanan v'Shlokish argue and they say Nichsai Olecho Lifnei Shvius that if before Shemitah Shimon says to Ruvain, you can't get any benefit from any of my stuff. So then Reuven cannot go onto Shimon's field, nor can he eat from any of these fruits of these trees that overhang the size of the side of the property because it's you know it's not currently Shemitah. But once Shemitah comes and all of Shimon's fruits become ownerless, so while Reuven cannot go into Shimon's property. Because Shimon says that he can't get any benefit from his stuff. However, Aval Ochel Hu Esanotis, Ruvain can eat from these, uh, the fruits of these trees that are overhanging the side of the property that he consume without going onto the property, that he can consume without stepping foot on the property. Um, Ruvain would be able to eat those fruits because currently it's Shemitah. And during Shemitah, all the fruits are ownerless, are Hefker. And, and that happens in the Mele, it happens automatically. Now, so let's say that the machlokas between Rabbi Shmuel on the one hand and Rabbi Yochanan Vishlakish on the other is to Rabbi Shmuel Savay Adam Oser Davish Bishuso Afidu Dichshiyetsim Bishuso that Rabbi Shmuel hold that a fellow can um, you know make something in his property forbidden even when it's no longer in it and, and that will sort of remain and may be maintained. And will sustain, I think is the word, word that I'm thinking of, possibly. And it will sustain even when it's no longer in his property. So, Ru, Shimon had made this nether before Shemitah. So, before Shemitah, all of his fruits for, were his, right? All of Shimon's fruits belonged to him. And at, at that time, he made this nether that Ruvain cannot get any benefit from 
anything that belongs to him, including, of course, his uh, fruits. Um, and that nether is sustained even throughout Shemitah when all of Shimon's fruits become ownerless. Nonetheless, the vow is sustained and therefore, right, so again, Adam Oser, so a fellow can make something that's currently in his possession, Oser, Afilu, and this will be sustained, it will continue, so even once the, um, even once uh, this, even once it's no longer in his possession, such as here, when Shemitah makes all of his fruits ownerless, but the nether will, um, I don't know if sustained is the right word, but will, uh, I don't know, maintain, the nether will persist. How about persist? Persist ain't bad. Persist. The nether will persist. That sounds like a good, a good, a good fit. Persist. Rabbi Yochanan Vishlakish Savri, whereas Rabbi Yochanan Vishlakish hold punk fakir. In Adam Osa Davish Bishusa Lichsietsi Mishusa, a person cannot persist a vow, um, once it's, once it's no longer in his possession. Meaning, even though at the time that Shimon made the vow, his fruits belong to him. But once Shemitah comes and his fruits become ownerless, well then the vow becomes null and void, is no longer applicable, right? A person cannot make something that is currently in his possession, Usr, and to persist that Isr once it is no longer in his Rishus, in his property. Very nice machlokas. Now, fact, the Gemara B'tizbira, Friends, you hear the kasha? The Gemara is, is, is suspicious of Rabbi Yochanan and Mishlakish's opinion. That they say, So that a person cannot persist a vow for something that is no longer in his property. Um, so, so the Gemara is suspicious of that uh, uh, possibility, because imkein nif, niflegei b'nechosim elu v'kol shekein b'nechosai. Do, 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 Okay? So, up until now, we've been referring to nechosai. Nechosai is more general. My property. Nechosim elu would be more specific. These properties. So now, if Rav and Shmuel Really, I'm sorry, if Rabbi Yochanan and Rishlakish really held that ain't Adam Osedover Bishusu Lechsiyetse Mirshusu, say a starker Chiddush, say a bigger Chiddush, say that even when he's more specific, and even when he says these fruits, and not just my, my property, but this property, sorry, this property, even so, once Shemitah comes, the vow becomes null and void, and then certainly, in a situation where he's more general, more broad, and he just says, Nechasai, my property in general, certainly then the vow would be null and void if it's no longer in his property. Right? So therefore, if Rabbi Yochanan and Mishlakish hold in Adam, or if there is even a concept in general of in Adam, well then, this machlokas should be in a bigger chiddush, in, in, in the case of where he's more specific, where he says, Nechosai Elu, and still, and still, the, uh, vow becomes null and void, because, And therefore, and then, in this case, where it's more general, right, Nechosai, certainly then we would say, 
So from the fact that we don't do that, it's suspicious. Okay. Visu and more so. We have a Mishnah. And in this Mishnah that we're about to read, it the Gemara wants to argue, it clearly illustrates that Adam Osedavr Shebirshuso So what's the Mishnah? It's not, as we learn in the Mishnah. Omer Levno. A fellow says to his Yingle, says to his son, You can't get any benefit from me, son, guy. Mace, now the father dies, Yurashenu. While the son nonetheless, um, Inherits his father. But if the father says, you <coughs> cannot get any benefit from me, whether I'm alive, whether I'm gestorben, whether I'm dead, it may slow you, Hashem. Well, in that case, if the father dies, well then, so the Ran says it doesn't mean that he doesn't inherit him. The son still inherits the father, but he won't be able to get any benefit from that inheritance, any benefit from that property. So, here we see that, we see that, um, when he, as long as he says b'chayv of Moso, so the the neder that he made in his lifetime persists even after death. When of course it's no longer the, this property is no longer in, in his possession. So we see adam oser davar b'shuso lichshiyetim b'shuso. To which the Gemara says shani yochad to come b'chayv of Moso. Don't bring me a proof from this Mishnah because over there it was a very specific case where he says b'chayv of Moso. That specifically he says. That this vow applies even when I die. So in that case, that, that's why it persists even after death, even when the property is no longer in his, in his possession. But it's not a proof to say that generally speaking, um, but still it's a kasha because why, you know, if, if there was really an opinion of then tell me the bigger Kiddush. Tell me that in the, in the case of Nechosai Elu, when we're more specific, and still we're saying, Okay, so which Sigmar says, look, when it comes to Nechosim Elu, when it comes to being more specific, okay, nobody, everyone agrees, Adam so if you're being more specific, if you're giving, you know, which specific properties, which specific possessions, so then, in that case, in that case, when you're more specific, the nether will apply even when it's no longer in your possession. Kiplige, where there is this machlokas between Rav and Shmuel on the one end and Rabbi Yochanan and Rishlakash on the other, is binechosai. Is when you're less specific and more general and you say that you can't get any benefit from my property. Rav Shmuel Savre, lo shna nechosim elu, lo shna nechosai. Rav and Shmuel say, look, it makes no difference how specific you are. Adam Oser, a fellow can be Oser davish b'shuso l'chshayetim b'shuso. Rabbi Yochanan Rishlakash Savre, whereas Rabbi Yochanan and Rish Lakish hold that Nechosim Elu, when he's specific, Adam Oser. So you can be Oser, right? Afilu Lechshayetzim Mishuso. But Nechosai, when it's more broad, Ain Adam Oser, you cannot, um, be Oser Davish Abishuso Lechshayetzim Mishuso, when it's just Nechosai more general. Now, Umi Ikilam and Amr Loshna Nechosim Elu, Veloshna Nechosai, well, we had just said that according to Rav and Shmuel, 
There's no difference between Nechosai, which is more general, or Nechosim Elu, which is more specific. They will say, but how could that be? We learn in the Mishnah Omer Lachavero. If a fellow says Konam Lesoch Beis Choshani Nichnos, Ravuvin says to Shimon, "I'm not going to go into your house." But he doesn't say which house. Sod Choshani Lokech, or I'm not going to buy your field. Which field? Meis Oshim Charo Laacher. If Shimon dies or he sells it to somebody else, Mutter then Ruvain can get benefit from it. So we see that as long as it's once it once it's no longer in Shimon's possession anymore, it's permitted. So that right, Ain Adam Osadov Shabashusa Lakshimashusa. Um okay. The vice Zeshani Nichnos, Sode Zoshani Lukah, but if it's this specific house or this specific field, well in that case, Meso Shimcholacher also. So if Shimon dies or it gets sold to somebody else, um, it's still going to be forbidden. So we see that Adam even So we see here a distinction between if he's being more broad or if he's if he's being more specific. If he's being more broad, we're saying And if he's being more specific, then we say Adam so Ella, so as the Gemara says, Ki Amir Abiyachin Vishlokish bin Nichosai, Ravishmo bin Nichosmeilov Lopligi. Friends, you hear this? Rav and Shmuel, on the one hand, and Rabiyachin Vishlokish, on the other, are actually talking about two different cases. Rav and Shmuel are talking about, right, where they say that the nether persists. So that is talking about, um, that is talking about, uh, Nichosin Eilu. And that's why it persists. And according to Rabbi Yochum Mishlokish, who say that the nether does not persist, that is talking about um, when he says nechosai, which is more general. And um, yeah, that is why according to Rabbi Yochum Mishlokish, below plige, but they do not um, argue. Okay, so Rabbi Shmuel and Rabbi Yochum Mishlokish are talking about two different things, but everyone agrees that when it's nechosa, when it's more general, so ein adam oser davar shabeshuso lichshetim shabeshuso, and when it's more specific, so then adam oser davar shabeshuso lichshetim shabeshuso. V'shvis and yored the sochsadei v'chule. Oh, so we had said in the Mishnah that if Shimon during Shemitah says to Reuven, Reuven, you can't get any benefit from any of my stuff, so then Reuven uh, cannot go onto his property. Um, but he would be able to consume the fruits because it's Shemitah and it's Efra. So if on Shemitah, during Shemitah, Shemitah says you can't get any benefit from my stuff, Ruvain can get benefit from the fruits. Maishna, the Ochman, I notice, the Peridef, Keren, Inun, the Gemara wants to say, well, why is he only allowed to eat from the notice, from these trees at the, at the edges of the field? I mean, he can eat from them because they're Hefker. Aranami, Afkara, so isn't the um, land also uh, hefker? Meaning that during uh, Shemitah, if uh, if the fruits are hefker, then anybody's allowed to right. The 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 the, the land is also going to be considered hefker to the extent that people can go in and grab the fruits, right? If people can't go to get the fruits, then what's the point of the fruits being uh, ownerless if they can't go in and get them? So so the Gemara says, I don't understand. How, how come we're saying? That specifically he eats from these uh, trees that are on the edge of the of the field, 
if he's allowed to eat the fruits, it's because the fruits are hefker. But then shouldn't the field also be hefker to the extent that Reuben should be able to go in there at least in order to get the fruits that are hefker? So Ula, so Ula ilana So Ula says, look, the Mishnah is specifically referring to the trees that are at the edge of the field that he doesn't need to go into the field in order to consume. So those he should uh, consume from outside the field and not go into the field if he can't, you know, if he can avoid it. Whereas Shem Ben says, no, even even if the field is hefker, um, but still we're concerned that he might go in there and wait longer than he needs to. Um, in which case, at that point, he'll be getting unnecessary benefit from the field and therefore um, only eat from the trees on the outside that you can consume the fruits without going into the field. Friends, that was Daf Mem Beis of Masech Ben Adarim. Um, interesting um, uh, Gemara, I think, we got into this question of Adam Osudover, Shebeshuso, Rishetzimeshuso, can a fellow um, make something also that is currently in his property and will that um, vow s- uh, persist? Even once it is no longer in his property. Um, we thought we had a machlokas between Rav and Shmuel on the one end and Rabbi Yochan and Mishlokish on the other, uh, but we ended up saying that they actually agree, and it just depends how specific your nether was. If it was very specific, so then, Adam Osadavar Shebishuso, Nechshayetim Mishuso. If it's not specific, so then, Ain Adam Osadavar Shebishuso, Nechshayetim Mishuso. And then we saw two opinions. About, uh, you know, our Mishnah had specifically said that if on Shemitah, Shimon says to Reuven, you can't get benefit from my stuff, so Reuven can get benefit from fruits of trees that are on the outside of the field, but not go into Shimon's field. And the question is, why? Uh, Ula says, because, um, well, he can go into the field, but the Mishnah is specifically referring to trees that are on the outside of the field that you don't need to go into the field, and therefore you shouldn't go into the field. Whereas, um, um, Shimon ben Yochim says, that, um, well, if you go into the field, you might hang out there longer than you need to, in which case you'll be getting unnecessary benefit, and that's why it's a problem. Friends, that was Daphne Bezim, Sechlin Dorm. Hope you enjoy. Peace out.